On this week's episode of The Fizz, we talk about St. Patrick's Day, March in general, and of course, NCAA March Madness, which begins this week. After that, we get into the NFL free agency and all the players going in every which direction. We talk a little bit about the Grammys before we close it out with a little over under. But before we get into all that, I do have to tell you guys about our amazing sponsor, Selva Tees. Selva Tees was launched this year with the simple mission of providing you guys with the best teas nature has to offer by using only the best ingredients from the jungles and rainforests around the world. Selva Teas offers a variety of different loose leaf teas that all provide amazing and unique health benefits. They have ones with caffeine and ones without. They have big sizes, small sizes. They have ones that help with digestion, other ones that help with energy and everything else in between. I normally start my day with a cup of coffee, but in the middle of the day, I do have a cup of Selva Tea every single day. The one I've been drinking a lot lately is the Minty Tea Tox. I like the mintiness of it. And you guys know I do fast food Friday, so I'm not, I'm not necessarily the best eater in the world. So I need a little bit of a detox almost every single week. But Selva Teas are an absolutely great gift for your friends, for your family, for mothers, for Mother's Day that's coming up in a little bit. So go check out selvateas.com. And when you do, use the code FIZZ10 for 10% off your first order. No matter the size, you will get 10% off that order. And that's the code FIZZ10. Go follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That's selvateas.com. The Roots of Health, begin in the jungle. But now, let's get into the fizz. Chalk with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh-huh. Chalk with yeah. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then Okay, pop we poppin' champagne like we won a championship game. Look like I got on a championship plane. Cause I ball hard. Don't just leave our heart. I am the bird man. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of The Fizz. Thank you all for joining us. We are recording on a Thursday, the day after St. Patrick's Day, but the official start of the NCAA tournament. Jay, how are we doing? I'm great. How about you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Um, In the throes of March, the best time of March is upon us. Indeed. Indeed it is. So I'm pretty excited about that. We got our boys playing tonight and then one of the greatest weekends in sports ahead of us with the first round of March Madness. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that. That's going to be so exciting. Um, You know, we we as fans lost out on the opportunity last year as the world was shutting down, Um, you know, and I thought and we as state fans, especially, I thought we had a special team to make a great run, um, missed out on that opportunity. And, you know, now fast forward a year later, here we are going from a great team to, a you know, having to play in to get into the tournament. So, you know, it's crazy, but I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see all the upsets and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I was kind of having this thought the other day. I don't know. Tell me what you feel about this, but I was having this like kind of feeling that March, March might be up there for the best month. Is that crazy? Is that crazy to to put March in that conversation? Like it's definitely not the best. I think the best for me is probably October, but like I would put March kind of near October, August, September range. I kind of, I I like, like March. Yeah. No, March is a great, cause especially if you're living, you know, where we live, uh, you know, th- things, the sun starts coming out more, you right. get some good sports. Uh, you, you have that combo of, you know, baseball starting, um, 
you know, you got basketball action and, you know, the biggest one is the NCAA tournament. I think it's, it's a great month for sports. It's a great, it's a great feel good month. Definitely. Uh, you see green, green <laughs> Green's grass. Everywhere. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, especially like, I think I like it a lot uh, because of like college and especially where we went, you know, Michigan state March was like, Oh, it's above 50 degrees. Let's drink for no reason. Exactly. We got St. Patty's day right in the middle of the month. And then, you know, you're going to close with just like March madness, which is like, it feels like we always get a, you know, we're not, we're, we're rarely, obviously it's a little different this year, but we're rarely a one and done team, you know? So it's like, you get a few weeks of it up at Michigan state. Yeah, definitely. And uh, hoping this year we're not a one and done team. So, you know, we'll see. Yikes. Yeah. So we were supposed to record yesterday, uh, which was actually St. Patty's Day. I know you found yourself on like a patio and got lost in your Irish heritage and ended up, you know, having a few green beers. Uh, actually, I, I, I stayed away. They poured me one green beer accidentally. And I, you know, I just drank it because they poured it, but I, I, I didn't drink the green beer and I stayed away from beer. I was uh, into the vodkas, you know, no. this, this yeah, <laughs> not even, not even, you're just drinking it that you're not celebrating anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause well, I figure beer is too much calories. Yeah. Um, so fit, fit J fitness journey, J I forgot. Exactly. So, you know, uh, decided to, uh, to, to rock some, uh, you know, some Tito's Tito's and tonic. Call yeah de- yeah Two no I mean, oh hell yeah i love it uh yeah no i mean st patty's day is definitely like so like this year i did absolutely i did absolutely nothing like i got a court uh a reuben for lunch that was how i celebrated you know pretty disappointing like you know i used to get up at you know 6 a.m at michigan state and yeah irish jig irish car bombs get in line at dublin you know just completely seeing cross-eyed by the time it's 10 a.m Um, so times have definitely changed, but it's, it's, it's one of those, one of those days though. Like I went to go pick up that Ruben from like a local bar and it was, it was kind of a shit show there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it it was good. You know, I I was at the Elks here, like I said, um, actually have, I I renewed my membership to the Elks yesterday as well. I mean, while I'm there, you know, might as well, you know, it's a good cause, good cause. Yeah. Good, good cause. Good people. Um, you know, got to catch up with some friends because, you know, this was really the first time I like went out, you know, in a long time, you know, mm-hmm. since everything shut down and everything. So it was good to catch up with some people, see some see some familiar faces. And uh, there's a guy I'm chasing around. He still owes me 100 bucks from the Michigan, Michigan State football game. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, there's no excuse these days. I mean, just <laughs> send the Venmo, bud. Send the right. Venmo. So, uh, so Jay, when you were, you know, up at state, like you, you got down with St. Patty's, didn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, cause we had to play it. We had to play it the right way because we're usually in the middle of winter conditioning. Okay. That, that's kind of what at, I was asking. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be up at five 30. So, but if that St. Patty's day hits on a day that we don't have winter conditioning, or if like a Saturday or something like that. Oh yeah, definitely. But either way, we still, we still went out and, and went to workouts pretty much still drunk, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, uh, the best one for me was my junior year, which I believe it was 20, 2012. Yeah. 2012, my junior year, we had a house on beach and Charles right on the corner there. Um, if you know the area, it's got a crazy sloping roof and we, we could get up to the roof on there and it was St. Patty's was a Saturday and it was, it was a Saturday and it was, um, 
it was 70, it was like 72 degrees. Oh yeah. And, and it was, that. it was just heaven. Yeah. It was one of the most, it was like one of the most marathon drinking days I've ever did in my life. Um, just beer bonging on the roof, keystones, <laughs> keystones. <laughs> till the cows came home. Yeah. That's awesome. I think my best was my junior year as well. Um, I know we started off, uh, my roommate Caleb woke us up at 7am. Uh, we had a keg of green beer. Yeah. Um, we sat in the, we had an apartment in Chandler Crossing. Okay. And, oh, you're uh, out. You're out there. Okay. Yeah. So crushed some green beer, and then went out to the bars. We made the whole loop. Went to the went started at the post. You know, because we we're classy some bitches. You yeah. Know? No. We yeah. Went to post the post. Is a classy spot. Cla- <laughs> yeah. Post shut. Post shut down when I was at state. Yeah, it's R. gone R. now. Yeah, and uh, went to the post. Went to Luha's. Uh, then took it. You know, you know, you end up at Rick's. You end up at Dublin. You end up at the Shark and. Yeah. By the time you know it, you're fucking just shit faced, and uh, and it's it's one p.m. Yeah, yeah, and you're and you're you know in line at Menace to get a CT dub. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, did you were you an Irish car bomb fan? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I even I had one last night. I had one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how you say that like it's a delicacy. You know, like you <laughs> like you like like you did something classy. Like oh no, I actually indulged last night. Yeah, yes, yeah. I did. It, it's a delicacy. You know, it's something that you have. You know, every St. Patrick's Day. You know, I know. You gotta have at least one. You gotta have just one. I know. And yesterday, I was pretty disappointed in myself. I definitely wish like I would have got that because I really I really enjoy them. Like they're they're a lot of liquid, but they're mm-hmm. they're pretty like dangerous because you can put them down quick oh yeah exactly they go down uh, pretty easy and that's how we used to start our days <laughs> have you had a cement mixer what no i haven't i haven't so it's it's something in there it I, sounds I think horrible it's like bailey's is in there there's some and then some other liquors but it like you got to drink it fast mm-hmm. or else it like curdles up in the in the cup like well, that, a car bomb the... will, a car bomb will do that to you too yeah okay you, gotta, you just gotta so, chew it yeah, exactly. So um, we I remember after we were we were done every year, there's a golf outing for former players and stuff. So we we go back and this is an opportunity to just you let loose with the coaches and everything like that. So we get Coach D there to do a fucking uh, either a car bomb or a cement mixer, one of the two that curls up. So he didn't know that you just had to chug it. So we do it. And so he's just holding it simple, like, coach, you got to chug it. And it's just curling up yeah. in the cup. But he did it. He, he chugged it. That's a man. That's a man right there. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. So <laughs> good times. Good times. Yeah, I know. It's definitely a young man's holiday, though. Like, it's definitely not. not what. It oh, means. yeah. Even even post-college, I did like two years out in Chicago. And it was, you know, same shit. You know, it was just uh, it was like my uh, extra years, what do you, like my, my grad years. Exactly. Like partied for two more years. <laughs> but all right. So tonight, you know, St. Patty's is passed. Tonight, March Madness starts, and Michigan State is in the weirdest position I've ever seen since I started following Michigan State basketball. I personally think, and obviously there's a little bias, but I also think from an outside perspective, like just looking at numbers and teams, like I don't know how we ended up as the play-in game whatsoever. And I think it's just total disrespect. I don't really understand it. Right. I totally agree with you. I think it's disrespect. I think, you know, we had the most wins against uh, top, against top five teams. Um, and you got 
and you look at a team like Syracuse, you know, and they, they get right in and yet we have to have a play in game, you know, with the track record that we have in, in the month of March and for basketball, I think it was um, total disrespect. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't really understand it uh, almost at all. MSU has beaten two of the four number one seeds. Um, and if obviously if you look at who they're playing UCLA, UCLA has played like actually played one ranked team in, in Ohio state and they lost 77 to 70. So I don't know how those two are on the same plane. And I understand that people said like the Maryland loss at the end of the season really hurt us, but mm. I just, and I, Maryland's 10, I guess we're 11, but I don't, I don't know how we ended up in, in the play in game on this one. Uh, but I'm, if you're being optimistic and you just want to like act like nothing's wrong, you know, you just call it the tune up game, you know? Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I also hope, you know, we don't lose because this team is absolutely Jekyll and Hyde. And my prediction for this game is state wins by 30 or they lose by 30. I, for some reason, I just think it's going to, it's just, we're going to know right away. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it's, this is a very streaky team here. And uh, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see, like you, like you said, you know, you, you, we're either going to win big or we're going to get run out to run out the gym. So it's, it's interesting to see it's, it's a, uh, you know, like I said, it's a streaky team, but um, we'll see what happens. I, I have faith. I think they're going to win. And, I do too. And, but I think, you know, once you, you get past this, I think we're in a pretty good bracket. I think we got a good draw for, yeah. for where we are. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just thinking back, you know, I just, I wonder, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I wonder what goes behind the scenes here on how these schools are selected, what the matchups are, what division you're in, what brackets, all that. Cause, cause they know putting this together, what, teams individual roads to the finals are going to be and obviously like two years ago when state made that sick run to the final four and lost to texas tech i remember watching that selection and we got put in duke's bracket yeah and it was just like why the fuck do we get no respect uh, as Michigan State basketball tom Izzo, you think we'd have a lot more and and then here we are in this play-in game so i don't know if if people don't like Michigan state, if people don't like Tom Izzo or whatever it is, but I definitely get this feel that there is like a little bit of a, a cold shoulder towards Michigan state a little bit. And I don't know if that's just cause I'm a fan or what, but there's definitely like, I don't know how we ended up in the playoff playing game. And I don't know how we ended up in Duke's division a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, like you said, behind, there must be some stuff behind the scenes. <laughs> I, I know this year it's, you know, it's not about, because it's all played in Indianapolis, correct? Right, yeah. And oh, and, so and that's the other thing, too, is, like, why do we have the 10 p.m. tips, like, of every game? <laughs> yeah, well, I, you got to you gotta cater to the West Coast crowd, you know, playing UCLA, so you got to cater to the West Coast crowd. UCLA hasn't won in fucking years. They should be catering to us. <laughs> hey, that I don't be mad at me. I'm not the scheduler. Yeah, and then what happens? So second round, if we win, we play BYU, and that'll be Saturday as well, also at 10 p.m. So I don't know. The Mormon crowd doesn't even stay up that late, so I don't understand. I don't understand, but, like, whatever. But first round, Michigan State or UCLA versus BYU, assuming we get by tonight. And then, obviously, we're, you know, a Michigan-based podcast here. we got to look at Michigan's road to it. And a lot of what I'm seeing – and, yeah, I am biased. Everyone can say – you know, like I'll be very honest with that. Like I am not rooting for Michigan. And I think you and me have talked on this. Oh, podcast. Fuck no. yeah, yeah. I think you and me have talked on this podcast before people who say like, how do you not root for the big 10 or like a team in state? It's just like, is the most asinine argument for me ever. Like 
what what juice do I get from Michigan winning anything besides them making more fun of my my school? You know exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, no, fuck them. They can it, they can lose for all I care. It's like imagine like rooting for the Chicago Blackhawks because they're in the Midwest. Like it just <laughs> that's the logic there. It makes no absolutely no sense to me at all. So if we're looking at our bracket, uh, you know, I got I got a little tournament bracket going. Jay actually won't enter it because he says he doesn't follow basketball enough. So I don't know. Oh, no, I follow. Don't don't get me wrong here. <laughs> I follow basketball, but I'm just he's scared. I think he's I'm, afraid. I'm not scared, but I will have. Like I said, I have, I'll have, I'll just be donating money because I'll have Michigan State going to win in it all and in my bracket. So that's what happens. You're fat so. stacks J. You're fat stacks J. What are you worried about? <laughs> so you I want to give you an extra 50 bucks so you can, uh, you made you NFL know. money. Hey, that's how I'm, I'm trying to keep that money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't have to spend any money last week, right? That my man's never, oh, we didn't even give an update on that. My man's never messaged you about the jersey, did he? He, he never messaged me. Uh, no. Yeah, that's a great, you know, great thing there. Um, uh, our boy uh, Nelson. Nel- Nelly, right? Yeah, Nelson. Yeah, did, did not message me mustard uh, for the for the jersey. So he's, he's out of a... a Custom jersey, whatever jersey, throwback said any, jersey, said any anything jersey he wanted, anything that he wanted, our boy Nelly could have got, but he did not um, uh, message me the code word. But you know who did message me? Who hit you up? Our boy Brian. We said if you're listening to this, send mustard. Brian, sure, sure as shit, he Brian. sent mustard. We haven't gotten anything from Jerry, so Jerry hasn't been listening. Maybe our listenership has just gone down. You know, I mean, you were kind of dusting up the Downriver crowd last week. You know, we're, we're probably losing <laughs> listens left and right. And the internet, yeah, just in general, the internet, a bunch of haters, man. Like, it is, like, you just dig in some of the comments, and you're just like, man, there's some angry there's some angry people out in the world, you know? Yeah. I got, yeah. I got someone today, I posted, like, a pick of staff on the Rams, you know, and I just said, like, you know, uh, wasn't ready to see this or something like that. You know, I got like a lot of get off his dick fucking comments and like people, have been, <laughs> people have been following for a like, long time, like liking the comment. I'm just like, damn. All right. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. You know that I saw the, your pictures and stuff like that of, of him. And I was, I was going to be one of those people that was just, I was going to be like, let it go, Frank. He's gone. He's well, gone. So here's, here's the deal. <laughs> He's not I, coming back. I'm, I'm done. Like, I, okay. Like, obviously I posted all the stuff today, uh, but that's when all the media came out. Like we've known about this for a month. I'm over it. I'm ready to, you know, it's golf train. Good luck in LA. Like I love what the new regime's doing with the lions, but dude, all the media came out today. Like golf golf did his, uh, I'm in Detroit post. Oh my God. <laughs> did you fucking see that? Yeah. That was terrible. Was he fighting back tears? <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right, Detroit. Let's do it. Let's go. That was the whole thing. Like that was, it was bad. It was really yeah, a tough it was, look. It was terrible. And then, um, you, but... and, then, and then you had the photo shoot with Stafford and you had Kershaw, which is the biggest running joke in Detroit ever, like hold the Jersey. So I had to post it all. Whatever. This, this is what we fucking do. All the media came out. I had to share the media. I wasn't going to hey. be like, yeah, fuck off. Whatever. It's my fucking account. <laughs> you're lucky nelson didn't reach out to you and, and bash you for something oh i'm so lucky i didn't feel the wrath of nelson uh yeah well i think it's like funny if this guy ever ends up listening to the podcast that there's like you know we've dedicated like five to eight minutes either yelling at this guy making him offers or talking about how he doesn't listen could have a jersey 
He could have had a jersey. Oh, someone called you out too on the Kershaw post today. Someone oh, yeah. Said, yeah, someone called called you out. Uh, it just says like Jay has to change his stance now because one of the greatest pitchers of all time is wearing another man's jersey. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? The crazy thing is, I was at the at the Elks yesterday, and the Fizz came up. And uh, I thought you were gonna say it came on. I thought they put it on. <laughs> no, no, it came up, and the jersey thing came up. You know, someone was going there, so. At the at the Elks, there were people that were with me saying, "No, you you shouldn't do it once you're past the age of 18." I could see that at the Elks. That's a gritty crew over there. That's a more senior crowd. I could see that. Uh, it's, it's a it's a fun crowd. It's not a it's not what you say. It's a very welcoming and accepting crowd at the Elks. I believe that. I just <laughs> for some reason I feel like it's it's just uh, I don't know. It's a gritty crowd. Not not too many like seltzers being drank in there you know what i mean right right that i got sense? another i got another take that i think i might get some flack for well fuck yeah fuck me up fuck um, yourself up i don't think it's acceptable to do more than one bracket in in a thing in in a pool i'm you can do like with different people and stuff like that but yeah. if you're in a in a pool like your pool there i don't yeah. think it's acceptable for me to do two three brackets i i agree with that i'd agree with that i so in the, the tournament i'm hosting i said you could have two i said you could and a lot of that's just so we get more money no one has submitted more than one and i never have ever submitted two brackets in one entry Right. And a lot of the times, even if I do separate ones, I just do the same bracket. Exactly. Because what's the fucking point? You're sh- throwing darts. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. Bracket. I agree. No, I'm actually on board with that take. And like, I don't know, like, so I do it now. I get it. I run through it one time. And then I'm like, you know what? Don't touch it. Because like, if anything you change is going to be like, damn it, that's what I had. I just I just filled out a bracket just here while we're on here. Oh, nice. And, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm feeling good about my bracket. <laughs> I, I'm feeling. I think I might enter your. Yeah, I have till tomorrow, Jay. right? I have yeah. till tomorrow. Yeah, you have till tomorrow. What do you got to think about? Send yeah, me. I, just enter the bracket and uh, ship me them skins, dude. Yeah, I think, I th- yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm what are in. you doing? God, I, it's <laughs> pathetic. You're like the. You are honestly. I don't know if what's gotten into people or my friends or I don't know what it is, but like there is like five or six of my friends, you included. Who like I was like, hey guys, like I sent the bracket like five days ago. Are you gonna join? And they're all like, I just don't know much about it this year. And I'm like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? Like, do you think I'm sitting with Dickie V fucking like listing out the PT peers, baby? No, like I don't know fucking shit. I look at it just like you do. I watch Big Ten basketball, and right. And, and by by saying I watch Big Ten basketball, is I watch Michigan State. Exactly. And then I that's how I learn about the Big Ten. And then if there's any random game I bet on. That's it. But I mean, ESPN has the little bracket, the, the matchup simulator or whatever it is. That's all I go by. And then, and then I just say like, Oh, VCU, they made a weird final four, like six years ago. Let's right. go with Shaka smart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I, I like my bracket. I think it's juicy. I got a hot take from this too. Okay, cool. What does it go? Are we going the, this year? Yeah. The, the, the streak is going to be broken. A Big Ten team is going to win the national championship since 2000. Michigan State was the last Big Ten team. Was it really? It. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So this All year right. is going to be the year. It All is right. not the team that you think. Well, I know who I got. 
And I know they're in that same conference you just mentioned. So let's just talk about our brackets. Let's talk about our brackets. A little insider info. I mean, the tourney starts tomorrow. This gets launched. Like, let's just talk about it. I'm right. Care. Yeah. Take my so, advice. Don't take it. So yeah. What do you got? Kick, for, kick it off. I have, um, and I have Michigan uh, losing in around 32 to uh, St. St. Bonaventure, baby. The Bonnies. <laughs> the Bonnies. The Bonnies. From only in New York. About, I was, was going to ask where they're from. Yes, only in New York. It's about uh, 45 minutes from where I grew up. Okay. So I know they won their conference mm-hmm. by beating. So this, this is this is Frank following basketball. I bet on uh, VCU in that conference championship to cover plus eight and a half. They lost by nine <laughs> because some asshole hit some fadeaway three that was meaningless. Uh, and that's how I lost that bet. So I know that they lost their conference. Uh, I know VCU lost the conference to St. Bonaventure. That's all I know about St. Bonaventure. Yeah, they, and they had a good season. They're nine seed too. So, you know, that's a decent seed there. So I have them, I, I have them beat in Michigan so in, yeah, the, in the second round. If we're talking about Michigan losing the second round, I'm in the same boat as you, or I'm on the same in the same body of water, maybe a different boat though. I'm I'm I got go Tigers. Like I have LSU beating the Bonnies. And then I have, in true Michigan State spite fashion, Michigan losing as soon as it kind of makes a little <laughs> bit of potential sense. So I got Michigan getting dusted by LSU in the, in the second round. and that's So, well, we both have them losing in the second round. So, and yeah, and if you're right or I'm right, I don't care. If they're gone by 32, I'll be a very – I'll be a happy boy. Like, I spite root against Michigan. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't – like, that's it's just what it is. Like Right. So I'll give, you, I'll give you my final four. Okay. All right, so my final four, I have Virginia. Okay. I have Michigan State. Okay, all right, now now we're talking. This is, yeah. Uh, yeah, donate that 50. Yeah, and then I have Ohio State and Illinois. Okay, okay. In the final four, and I have Ohio State winning it all. Ohio wow. State playing Virginia and winning it all. That's a gritty finals. Yeah. That's like that Texas Tech Virginia finals that was like 51 to 50 or whatever. It exactly. Was. That's how it will be. But yeah, so I think Ohio State's gonna end the streak and be the Big Ten team to to you know win since 2000 since the Spartans won. I mean, I love Ohio State's road. Like, so I'm I'm Jay, we're almost we almost we have a very similar final four, uh, believe it or not. So <laughs> just like you. I have Ohio State and Illinois in the final four. Uh, that's that's my final four. Like Ohio State came on strong and the road for them getting there, you know, Oral Roberts. Then you're looking at Florida or Virginia Tech. Then you're looking at, you know, Texas Tech, Utah State, Arkansas, or Colgate. And personally, I have them getting through Texas Tech. And then on the other side, you know, it's a bunch of different options. But I kind of like their road. So I got Ohio State. And then I pretty much just based this – a lot of the bracket off of, again, I only watch the big 10, AKA only watch Michigan state, like big 10 sent nine teams to the tournament, most competitive division or conference in the NCAA this year. So my final four is a little comical, but I got Ohio state, Illinois on the one side, on the other side, I got Iowa. So I got three big 10 teams in the final four. I got <laughs> Iowa versus Florida state. And I, okay. went, and I went back and forth pretty hard on whether who to send to the finals between Iowa and Florida state. I ended up sending Florida state just cause I was like too big 10 to out by the time I got to the finals here. And then I got, I got Illinois as my national championship. So I too think the big 10 wins the national championship, but I got the boys from Illinois. 
Yeah, so we we both have three Big Ten teams in the Final Four. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it is very ridiculous. It's as it's asinine. It's asinine. It's asinine. It won't happen. Uh, but it's fun. To, it's fun to talk about. It, didn't Illinois Illinois won back in the day, right? They won a national championship with like D Brown or something like that. Am I making that up? Like I I don't think they won. Uh... Illinois basketball national championship. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, doesn't look like it. Oh, wait. Illinois, Big Ten. I got, I got, I got no national championships here. Yeah. So I don't know. I know, I know like D Brown was like when they were, I thought I think he, they played in the final four, maybe in uh, 05. Yeah. That sounds about the right year. Um, yeah. Yeah. D Brown definitely played for Illinois, though. Yeah. I just remember him being like sick. Yeah, he was um, a stud. Yeah, so now that we know that Michigan's bouncing in the round of 32, you to the Bonnies, me to LSU, go Tigers. Uh, who, where do you have Michigan State going? Because it's so they're fucking in this playoff play it play in game. Where do you have? I have them in the final four. Oh, I'm an idiot. You just said that. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. so, I like. I just like like one year out the other. Sorry, I wasn't. I'm like yeah. in the final four. That's Smarties. so crazy. They're gonna I'm, they're gonna make this improbable run. Izzo's gonna coach his ass off, and this is gonna be a team you're gonna be like, holy shit! Remember when? Remember that road <laughs> you had to take? Remember that uh, you had to play in the play-in game to yeah. get to this point? All the adversity, the stoppage, twenty days of not playing. You know, now you're starting to gel. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. our boy, um, uh, shit, what's his name? Point guard, um, Rocket or Henry. Well, um no 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 the one that's always hurt um oh langford langford yeah he's gonna he's gonna step up you oh, know he's man. gonna he's gonna have his one shiny moment man this i'm would be, telling you this, this is would, it this would be comical if by the time i mean this like they play tonight and this comes out tomorrow so like <laughs> if you see like yeah so i got i got msu beating ucla tonight i got them beating byu on saturday and then i do have them falling to texas um, but obviously, I'm going to be drinking tonight. I'm going to be watching Michigan State. Things, things could change because you can actually edit this bracket until the Friday games. So, so if I feel real hot and bothered around State, you, bet, you better believe I have. I'm going to have them getting by Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drink the Kool Aid, baby. All right. So you got Ohio State as your winner. I got Illinois. Uh, I got Illinois over Florida State. You got Ohio State over who is it again? Virginia. Virginia, right? Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, I can't believe I just asked where you have state going again. Uh, but in the final four. Yeah, so we'll see. It's March. We'll see what the hell team shows up. To me, it's just state has been even saying that they're going to put together these two wins that I have them, you know, go, like they've just been so inconsistent. I have no idea. But I do love that they have the potential to play BYU. And then it's not like Texas or Alabama really like scare me or right Mar but the Ma thing maryland scares me more yeah definitely because you you see what it is i think the big 10 is such a loaded conference and they just beat each other up yeah and now when you get out of conference and now you're you can do you can play ball now they, like these other guys aren't used to that physical type of play that the big 10 is yeah so I that's I why i think the big 10 has a good shot this year and like, I hate to say it, but like, just they're really throughout college sports. I don't trust the officiating almost ever. So I hope they let them play. Cause in the big 10, you know, it gets like, just get like physical as hell. And I, you never know like what right. you're, what you're going to get. So, so we'll see. 
We'll see. I'm pumped. Love March Madness. Um, the other thing that I love and you love more than the NFL draft, which you said on the last show that we did is NFL free agency. Oh, love it. And it's which, heating up. Which is, yeah, it's, it's starting it to heat up. Heating up. It's you, comically heating up a little bit. Dude, the freaking Patriots are spending money. Wild. They said, uh, you know, there was a meme that's, that had a bring truck. They're like, this is why Bill Belichick drove to work today. Yeah. Uh, because they're just they're just going out and getting. I love this. I love that. I know you don't like it that they signed, re-signed Cam, but I love it. Yeah, uh, they got Nelson Aguilar. They, they got, got uh, these are your guys. You wanted yeah, the Lions to get Aguilar. I did, and they got those two tight ends, um, Janu and Hunter. Janu and Hunter, like they're going back to the 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 Gronk and Hernandez days. You know, well, with that power set, run the ball, and now we're going to just hit you with some crossing routes. Boom, boom, boom. Well, and I think you know, so I don't like the Cam resigning, but. I like the pieces they're putting or I mean, I like what he's putting around him and maybe he's actually building the offense around an actual Cam Newton as opposed to like Brady and right. you know, like, so, uh, so is, is, so is Edelman Edelman's still there. Right. So is it like yeah, Edelman, Aguilar? and didn't they just get Galladay? Not Galladay, the Patriots. Yeah. The Patriots didn't sign Kenny Galladay. Yes, they did. You're nuts. Did it just happen? I'm did telling it? you, nobody um, did it unless I ju- unless it just happened. No, they didn't because I, I read it some. I maybe it was people making their plea for him, but no, they didn't sign him. Yeah, you're just making shit up right now. Um, <laughs> like you're just you got a little excited there. I might even have to edit that out. That was such an asinine claim you just made. <laughs> I now, saw I saw a thing. I don't know what thing you're looking at, but <laughs> Galladay talked to the Bears. And now is talking to the Giants. And I hope wherever he goes, he stinks. And there's no way he's going to get $18 million at all. I also heard that Kenny Galladay got a one-year prove-it-to-me deal from the Bengals. And he doesn't want it. So, like, you're a guy that this, – this makes it a little weird because you're a guy that you always – anyone that leaves the, the Lions – the Pistons or any, you always wish them well, you thank them, but Galladay, you're not thanking, you're not for. Why is well, that? It's all circumstances. It's all the circumstances. The, uh, he doesn't want to be here. Like in my opinion, like in my opinion, a hundred percent Galladay, the, the, you know, this might be taboo, but I fully believe he, I don't want to say he faked his injury, but I don't think he made any real effort to try to come back from his hip injury that kept him out all year. Uh, there were, we were a terrible team. There was no fans in the stands. Uh, I, I really feel like he was like, well, this is a good enough window to get paid. Then, then the new regime offers him 18 million to stick around says, Hey, we want you as part of this rebuild. He turns it down, which is a fuck ton of money would have made him a top five paid wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, and I just, if you don't want to be here and you think you're too good for $18 million, like then get the fuck out. And I just personally don't think he's, I don't think he's proven enough, Jay. He's had two very good years. He had a rookie season where he didn't play a lot. And he had last year where he was hurt. Um, And I just, I don't think he's proven at all. And 
He turned down fucking 18 million over t- two good years of play. And I just, fuck you, get out of here. You don't want to be here. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know what I mean? We drafted you as a third, as a third rounder out of Northern Illinois. And it just seems like he has this giant chip on his shoulder, which like good for him. You know, it wasn't like he was a first round guy or anything, but I just, I don't know. And I don't need like loyalty, but when you're offered 18 million by the team that drafted you and says, we want you as part, we want you to lead the receiving core of this rebuild. I think it's kind of just like, all right, well get the fuck out of here then. Like we don't want you. <laughs> right. Well, the whole free agency thing, like, I, like we talked about, I love free agency. I absolutely love it. Um, I think the biggest splash has been new England, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Besides, I would say besides the, <laughs> the Stafford trade, I think the Stafford trade was the biggest thing either team did. So. I don't, I don't like, I think, it, yeah, it was a big trade, but I don't think like it wasn't to me, it wasn't like, oh my God, stab, boom, like that. I don't, I don't think it was that big. Johnny Sn- Smith fucking popped your top that much. I think Dak Prescott getting re signed well, was that bigger was, than that. Yeah, that was, I guess I meant more along the lines of like, the Stafford trade, you knew it was coming, but it set the direction of two different teams. Like one said, fuck the future. We're winning. We literally have to win now. Right. And then the other team said, like, we're ripping this down to the studs. That's 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 directionally. I just felt like and then I mean, if you want to talk about the most mind blowing things, it's like, OK, this is actually the most mind blowing transaction of NFL free agency in my head. And it's the Chicago Bears signing Andy Dalton as their new starter. That that to me is like, what the fuck? That's the biggest what the fuck signing, like mind-blowing signing in the whole NFL. Oh, I like Andy. I, I think I he's still got something. I, I think he still that. got something to take. I think that's a good pickup for him. I think he, you know. For Andy Dalton, yes, it's good job, Andy. For the Chicago Bears, oh, no. I'm telling you, don't, don't, beware of Bear. Beware of the Bears. I'll beware of the Bears' defense. I am never <laughs> scared of the Bears' offense, ever. Haven't in my whole life been scared of the Bears' offense, besides maybe when they had Rex Grossman under center. Now they have the red rifle. <laughs> Dude, that had to be the biggest disappointment in the world. So apparently the Bears met with the, the Seahawks. Like, did you hear this, that they met in, like, South Dakota or something? Yeah, they, they wanted to sell the farm for Russell Wilson. They met in like an undisclosed location in a flyover state <laughs> towards the West Coast, mountain states. And they offered the word on the street is they offered three first rounders, a third rounder, and two starters for Russ. I would have done it. Yeah. I mean, that's a fuck ton. Yeah. You got to do that. Three first rounders. And I mean, I just feel like the Seahawks are Russell Wilson away from like just rebuilding. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't think it's not, he wants to do more. Pete Carroll's a defensive minded guy. He's going to be, he's going to play conservative. He's going to run the ball and it's not, I don't know. I don't think it's going to work with Russ. I think that sour taste from that Super Bowl um, when they threw it to, against the Patriots, um, I think that is just carrying over. A lot of players are losing respect and losing trust in Pete Carroll. And I just think it's time that they move on from the Wilson Legion of Boom. They already moved on from those guys. But I just think they need to just, like you said, rebuild. 
you know, and and they'll be in a in a position where they're not like. Don't get me wrong; they'll still be contenders if they if they had another quarterback there, um, with the way their defense is and the way that they can run the ball. But they're they're not they're not going to be starting from the from nuts and bolts if they get rid of Russell Wilson. So they just they just know they got like eight wins when you have Russ. Like right, you just get you like you're all, he almost wills you to eight wins. Like you start at eight wins. Like with Russell Wilson, and I just think they're like, I mean, that guy, that guy changes any. He comes to the Lions. He go, he goes to the worst team in the NFL. Like he goes to the Jags. That's you know, like he gets you six to eight wins just by being himself. Yeah, I, I think true. Russ is that good. Like I think he's good too, but I'm not. I mean, getting... that offer is monster. It's a monster yeah, fucking offer. Exactly. Like, they should have yeah. taken it. It would have been wild to see Russ in the NFC North in Chicago because I've never <laughs> seen a good bears quarterback, like in my life, like, I mean, Jay Cutler. Love Jay Cutler. I mean, I love, love, I love love. the guy. I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. I love Jay Cutler, but I would not put him as an NFL elite quarterback. (laughs) No, definitely not an elite quarterback, but a damn good quarterback. Oh, speaking of the bears, uh, your boys, your boys signed Mitch. Who? The bills. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I love Mitch that. Trubisky? I love that we're just feeding each other. Yeah. And it's a real one. It's not like Galladay to the Patriots. Like, I'm telling you, be, 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 you'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. No, so, yeah. yeah. Mitch is it Mitch is in Buffalo, like full on backup now. Get ready I'm for trying, the backup. Career. So are they getting rid of Buffalo getting rid of Matt Barkley? I like Matt Barkley as a backup. And they have Jake Fromm as a third string quarterback. Oh, I, I didn't know, know Matt, I didn't know they had Fromm. Yeah, they drafted him last year. And he he was never active for a game, but Mitch Trubisky. Let's see, Mitch Trubisky news. Buffalo Bills. Mitchell Trubisky agreed a one year deal. Let's see if it says anything about. Let's see. I hope they still have Matt Barkley. Brandon Energy. Brandon Bean says this is a reset for Trubisky, and he doesn't expect the number two pick in 2017 to be a long term option behind Allen. I don't know what went on in Chicago, but he started 50 games. Said Bean. Um, Let's see if it says anything about Barkley here. Bark. Nope, nothing. Nothing. Damn. Yeah, he might be gone. And Damn speaking of God. gone, speaking of gone, did not know this either. I did not know Matt Prater on the Lions was a free agent. Didn't know that at all. And then I just <laughs> see that he signed with Arizona, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> but what about Fitzpatrick? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fitz. Fitz magic. Uh, it's in Washington. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for helping me out there. How great is that? And they just signed your boy too. Didn't you want, didn't you like Curtis Samuel? Yes. I mean, they're, they're like a hot offense now. They got Terry uh, Samuel Fitz magic is good for five wins on his own. Right. As long as he, as long as there's no expectations put on Fitzpatrick, I think he's, He's great. If they're like, okay, he, let's go go win the game for us now, Fitz. You know, I don't think he like old. does expectations though. Right, exactly. He doesn't so, do that. Um, but I'm so happy for him. This is gonna be his 18th season. He's like low key on like <laughs> like Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, kind of like playing years, you know, low key like that. I think this is 18th season or 17th season and his ninth team. That he's um, going to be a part of. Is it ninth? That's what that was going to be my next question for you. Is how many teams do you think he's played for? Yeah, nine teams. Because he, and I, I always remember. Okay, so yeah, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, you nailed it. The Rams, the Bengals, the Bills, the Titans, the Texans, the Jets, the Bucks, the Dolphins, and now the football team. 
The football team. I hope they keep that name. Yeah, it's kind of definitely growing on me now. And, See? Yeah, and, and uh, they played the Bucks so well in the playoffs. Like they're, they're like a fun team to watch. Like, yeah, definitely. Ch- Chase Young is like one of the most entertaining defensive players in the NFL. He's an absolute monster. Absolute monster. They're going to win that division this year. Yeah, they're 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 in good shape. Um, I don't know how Dallas is going to be, but you yeah. know, uh, and I I think Philadelphia they know they're starting over again, so. Yeah, yuck all around there. And then the Giants, they just signed uh, Kyle Rudolph, your boy Kyle Rudolph. So they got him and Ingram there. I like Kyle Rudolph. So Daniel Jones can throw it three feet over both their heads. (laughs) The um, Wait, so uh, Dallas signing Dak. So you mentioned that as one of the wildest things. We didn't really jump into it. And I was just personally just shocked that Jerry Jones gave him that much money. Yeah, gave him a ton of money, especially after coming off a big knee injury. Uh, knee ankle injury that he had um so that's a lot that's instilling a lot of trust in that in uh Dak and he, fuck we'll see he, now he's got to go out and prove it that's all he has to do he has to go out and prove it so what what do you think went wrong with Dallas last year because they were supposed to be good obviously Dak it's easy to say Dak went down but then you know just following you love Red Rocket or Red Rifle or whatever you know yeah, why couldn't why, why, why couldn't he get it going and then they ended up with like like Daducci, who like was like some Italian guy from like my high school. <laughs> um, I think uh, coaching. Um, it was poor coaching. Um, I don't think uh, McCarthy had this guys ready. I think McCarthy was covered by Aaron Rodgers when he, and his time in Green Bay, and that's why everyone was like, "Oh, Mike McCarthy's a great coach. He's a great coach." But I think Aaron Rodgers was really the one that was like really pulling the strings and, you know, getting that team going. Um, and their defense just, their defense was just terrible. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't stop a nosebleed. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, well, yeah. And the, the moves are still coming. I mean, literally every five seconds, some, some names pop in. And one of my buddies actually made a good point. So like, uh, where did Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake just signed somewhere. Um, I forgot where he's going. But Kenyon Drake just signed. But but basically what I'm saying, what I was going to say here is my buddy made a very good point. And he was like, I'm actually, as a Lions fan, pretty excited uh, at the, the moves the Lions are making because they're just stripping it down. And as opposed to adding these random pieces that, like, you don't really know what the vision is. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're they're doing something smart. They're building a foundation. They're starting from the bottom up, as opposed to being top heavy and getting a big big name guy just to put just to put seats in the butts in the seats at Ford Field. But now I think they there's a vision, there's a plan, and they're they're building that. Um, I like I like the staff. I like the staff that uh, got you all know, the staff. Motor City Dan <laughs> yeah. has yes. put together. Um, I, I like the players that he's bringing in. Um, they just added another running back, uh, Jones, right? Um, no, the running Jamal back, Williams. Jamar Williams. Yeah. They just added him. I think he's a great running back. He is back. a great running back. He's a goofball. Did you know this? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. I just found out like he goes. So apparently he loves Jamal Williams, Lions new signing running back from Green Bay. He loves cold weather games. He was like, I want to play in below 50 one day he was like he's like and i don't think below 50s happened since 1680 like these are like actual quotes from him right and he no, says i think i think he's gonna fit in great in detroit i think he's gonna be the the city's gonna embrace him the fans are gonna embrace him and i think he's gonna he's gonna embrace it as well um and i think that's the foundation that 
that the Alliance organization right now, that's the direction that they're trying to go in is bring these people in that want to be here, want to be here, want yeah. to be a part of the community and everything like that. So I, I'm excited about that. I don't know what carry on's contract looks like, but I, I have a feeling he's kind of, they're just finishing his contract out kind of deal. Cause I just, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's part of the plan moving forward, to be honest with you. They got Swift, they got Williams and I don't know, carry on just really hasn't done much since he's been here besides his rookie season. Right. So, and uh, Mark Ingram, he's gone to the Texans. He's on the Texans now. Yeah. I like Mark Ingram a lot, but yeah, he's, def- I do too. he's definitely kind of on the, you know, the Kenyon Drake went to the Raiders. So okay. talk about a team like I don't know what they're doing. This is kind of what I mean. Like they they have traded or released their whole like offensive line. Now they're adding Kenyon Drake, but they had and you know they let like Tyrell Williams go, Aguilar they let go. Like I did, I don't know what they're doing. Kind of like the Giants, I don't know what they're doing. Like, well, I think the Raiders they're that organization. I think they always outsmart themselves. Um, you yeah. know, they got Mike Mayock there, they have Gruden <laughs> and they just think they're like the smartest guys in the room and they're going to, well, we're going to do this. Cause we're going, you know, they're trying to reinvent the game of football yeah. really when they don't need to do that and they just need to continue to build. So each year for them, it seems kind of like a restarting year, a rebuilding year, but you know, they gave John all that money, a 10 year contract and Ten year uh, contract. So he's going to have to, you know, something's going to give either Mark, uh, Mike Mayock's going to get fired or Gruden's going to get fired. You know, they both won't finish out together. Yeah. And I agree. I just, but like, yeah, I totally agree. Like just these random name signings, these fantasy player names that are going in different directions. I'm kind of glad the lions are outside of the, you know, the shit this year. And you know, it's, it's going to be the draft and then it's going to be exciting when the lions have the cap, have the young guys, and then can actually make a big splash. Cause that's something we don't haven't experienced as Lions fans in a long time. And I, I just trust, I trust bad Brad right now. <laughs> bad and, Brad. And what does he have over the Rams? Because like, we just got Brockers, right? Did you see that by the way, his quote about golf and Stafford? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, that's crazy. But you know, that's how it is. You know, that's he's, he's going, he's fishing where the fish are. Mm-hmm. really um it's the same thing in buffalo with sean mcdermott a lot of these guys that are coming in there are from carolina panthers you know it's what yeah. he's used to he he understands those guys he knows what they're about and it's going to be an easy transition bringing them in yeah so for anybody who didn't know we got uh was it michael brockers from i don't know his first name but we got brockers from the rams for like a seventh rounder in three years like so it's literally, literally a low risk signing but when stafford got traded to the Rams, he said Stafford is a level up from Jared Goff. <laughs> and now and now he is on the Detroit Lions with Goff again. So just kind of an interesting tidbit there. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that welcome goes. Yeah. So anything else for the NFL? Nope. All right, cool. So before we do over-under, I did want to touch on a little pop culture here. Wanted to get – I know you're a big Grammys guy, or at least watch the Grammys. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to uh, get some of your – I know you had some thoughts about the Grammy, so I wanted to hear what, what you had for us. Um, I was it, – it was cool to see, you know, Beyonce break the record for most Grammys by anybody. Um, Megan the Stallion, it was her year. Stallion she, killed it. She looked yeah, great too. Yeah, I definitely. don't know what – I okay, I'm going to be completely honest. I had no idea Beyonce released an album in 2020. I had no idea. And then she was up for like 40 Grammys and I was like, Oh, okay. Like I had no clue. You're going to have the beehive after you. 
I know. I like Beyonce. I'm a Beyonce fan. I just had no fucking idea that she launched an album. Yeah. Yep. Definitely did. Um, you know, <laughs> good for her. Um, I, the setup was cool. You know, with the way the performances and everything like that. There were some pre-recorded performances. There were some live performances in different rooms and everything like that it was really cool. I thought. Um, you know, really loved the performance by the baby. Uh, loved, loved, loved Bruno Mars, his performance. Um, what's the band Silky or Silk or whatever? His like, band. You, well, no, he he's with this guy now, and there's they called something. It's like Soundwave Silk. Yeah, I know. It's, I yeah, talk about yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I thought that they crushed it. Um, um, Roddy Rich. Uh, he he had an awesome performance. So I, I thought, you know, I thought overall it was a good show and there was a lot of good performances. And, oh, I can't, I can't, I'll be a fool if I didn't. One of my favorite performances was uh, Bad Bunny. For some reason, I really, really like Bad Bunny, even though really? I don't understand what he's saying. Yeah, no. But I like him. I like Bad Bunny in the Corona commercials. I think he's funny there. No playa. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think that's a funny one. But for me, my favorite, I thought Stallion killed it. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I... I'm a Cardi B fan as well, but I thought Cardi B ruined that. I thought that I thought she was I thought it was really bad. I did not enjoy that at all. <laughs> uh, I thought she kind of like messed up like what Megan Thee Stallion had going. It kind of messed up my feng shui on that. My favorite performance was Dua Lipa, where the baby came out with her. Yeah, I thought she was like effortlessly awesome and like can't believe she can sing those songs and move around like that. Like I thought right. I think she's just like a star. I feel yeah, like. that's what I, I, I was thinking the same thing, too. Like, how can she be moving around like that and just keeping her, you know, hitting those notes and, you know, staying on cue and everything? I thought she did a great job, too. Yeah. And then very low key. I don't even know if you saw it, but the BTS uh, the fucking K-pop performance where they were on the roof and shit. Like, yeah. whoa, that was wild. That was just, it caught me off guard. <laughs> they did have a good performance. Low key, they, it was a good performance. I was, I was, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. So that's Grammy talk with Frank and Jay. That's all I really had. I did think the setup was a little like odd. It was like boring to me a little bit. Like, you know, it kind of felt like they're like, I don't know. Like, I get it. It's, it's a pandemic and I understand what they were doing. It looked like kind of cool, but it did like seem to take away the, like well yeah the full the yeah, yeah exactly but so is what it is. definitely um yeah so i'm excited for over under because you know talking to brian this uh -huh. week he said he got a hype one a juiced up saint patrick's themed uh over under yeah he said saint patty's day themed over under so i'm pulling it up right now and if you guys don't know what over under is it's how we close every show um my buddy brian now, now it's just brian brian sends me a list of 10 items and we go through them. I've never seen the list before. Jay and I have never seen it. And then me and Jay tell you if that item is over or underrated. Uh, my buddy Jerry used to send me this list until I made too much fun of him one time. And he's quit. He's quit doing it. And he's kind of quit listening. So, uh, Jerry, if you're out there, like, we hope you're doing okay. I know it's tax season and you're doing a lot of taxes. But stay strong, my friend. Stay strong. <laughs> we'll welcome you back when you want to come back in. But here we go. Over, under. Jay, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. All right. Awesome. So, number one on the list. Guinness, Guinness beer. Um, I said Guinness is uh, overrated okay. um, because I think people that drink Guinness drink it to be cool and different yeah. as opposed to drinking it because they really like it. I think it goes in that. And even 
you know, I'm not going to say it's a craft beer because people will be like blowing up my timeline <laughs> now saying, oh, my God, craft beer is not Guinness. And we fucking chew grass and fucking wear flannels and have beards and right. ride our bikes everywhere. Yes. But no. So Guinness is uh, overrated. Yeah. Guinness. Is, so I'm going to say I'm going to say Guinness is underrated. Uh, I don't ever really drink it, though. So it's like I'll probably never order it. But whenever I do have one, I'm like, oh, that was a nice change of pace. But I'll never be like a Guinness guy. But it like for as dark as it is and as heavy as it looks, it's not as intensive a beer as like it comes off as. Right, exactly. Like I've had some people give me some stupid like dragon mead IPAs that make me want to put a fucking <laughs> ice pick through my eye, you know, that are way heavier. Guinness is not like that. And I don't know. I like Guinness. I like their branding. I like their stuff. I like what they got going on. They're fine with me. But I do agree with you. People do try to order them to be like hardos and it's not even like a hardo beer. <laughs> right. All right, number two on the list. I'm up first. Uh, Boondock Saints, the money uh, movie Boondock Saints. So I'll be completely honest. People like worship this movie. It has like a cult following. I've seen it maybe twice, and I definitely haven't seen it past the age of 15. And I remember walking away from that movie thinking, this is not as good as everyone thinks it is. And people fucking worship it. So I'm going to say this is overrated, but please take that with knowing I haven't seen it in 15 years. But my last memory of it is this is not that great and or memorable. Well, I'm going to go underrated because I haven't seen it. There you go. Um, but there's a lot of people, like you said, that, you know, will go nuts over that movie, but I have not seen it. So I'm saying underrated because if it hasn't drawn me to, seen, to <laughs> see it, it's not overrated then. So underrated for me. Okay, fair enough. Number three on the list, you're up, Jay. Uh, bagpipes. Bagpipes. Oh, uh, definitely uh, underrated. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Bagpipes are definitely underrated. I love a good bagpipe. I, you know, I don't know how to play them. <laughs> Jay loves <laughs> a good bagpipe. I do like to. And that uh, Geico commercial with, uh, you know, they said the house is good, but, you know, we have problems with the pipes and they it's open the door and the bagpipe guys playing there so yeah definitely who doesn't like a good bagpipe right i got a buddy from high school who actually plays the bagpipes he's pretty damn good at them and like i don't even get, understand how that's an instrument it just looks so goddamn ridiculous and people are wearing kilts and shit while wearing it so yeah respect the bagpipe that's got to be a tough instrument to play so i'm gonna say they're underrated as well number four on the list saint patrick's day themed number four on the list corned beef and cabbage corned beef and cabbage um, I'm up first here. I'm going to say, definitely say underrated. I love corned beef. I don't really care much about the cabbage, but I love corned beef. Um, a Reuben is up there for one of my favorite sandwiches of all time, if not my favorite. So love corned beef and I'll even take the cabbage with it. Underrated. Yeah, I'll definitely say it's underrated as well. Just like you, I'm not a big fan of the cabbage, but I will take it. Any, yeah. any chance I get to eat corned beef, I will, I will go about it and I will take it. Yeah. Sandwich on its own whatever thick thin fuck me up with it corned beef rocks <laughs> number five <laughs> number five this is for you jay calling people mate <laughs> um i think that's uh i think we need to do that more so i uh -huh. think it's an underrated thing that we need to um you know bring back because it's that you know i love it uh go going overseas to you know the uk to australia different places and they say mate uh mm -hmm. hey mate how's it going mate yeah. you know everything like that i love it i think yeah. that that needs to become more of our culture again yeah i i don't think it's ever an american thing like you're never going to catch me saying it like we're 
here in America, we're more cultured. We say like dude and man and bro. Uh, that was a joke, but whatever. I think it's fine for the culture it's in. It's, it's definitely a warming feeling to be called mate. I had an Australian friend at Michigan state. He was one of the coolest guys ever. And he called me mate. And I felt, I felt it made me feel special. I felt special. So I'm going to say, I'm gonna say oh, yeah, exactly. So I'm going to say it's underrated. Um, number two, this is a good one. Uh, you went first. So I, I get to go first on this one. You uh, too. The band U2. U2 will forever be overrated. Number one, because I don't listen to them. Number two, because no one will ever forget the time that they all crashed into our iTunes with their album that one time when mm-hmm. Apple automatically downloaded their new album into my iPod. Uh, I forgot what year it was, but it all just showed up. And then you'd randomly in your shuffle get a U2 song. And there's been memes and everything talked about this of when Apple just like let them essentially rape our iPads uh, back in the day and just upload all their music onto us. So I will forever never forgive them for that and say they're overrated. Yeah, I'll say they're overrated as well. I For some reason, I can't stand Bono. I no. can't. So definitely uh, highly, highly, highly overrated. I do think they do a lot of like philanthropic stuff, which is like good for them. But like, yeah, I just I'll never forget them for them just putting themselves on my iPod back in the day. So overrated. <laughs> Number seven on the list, more up your alley here, Jay. Jameson, Jameson Irish whiskey. Oh, love, love, love Jameson. Love Jamo. Uh, definitely underrated. Uh, we the more Jameson, the better. Yeah, I agree with that. Jameson is one of the best, if not the best, whiskey shot to do out there. Um, and they're I I like Jameson, and their commercials are great. My man, like jumping into the the ocean and shit chasing after his john barrels. jameson yeah john jameson chasing after his barrels of whiskey showed up at his own funeral um good stuff jameson underrated number eight number eight limericks limericks and i'm up first um what's an example of a limerick i'm looking this up examples of limericks and poetry among the most famous of these is the opening from a book of nonsense there was an old man with a beard who said it is just as I feared, two owls and a hen, four larks and a wren have all built their nests in my beard. Okay, so a limerick is a form of poetry. That was just hot fire or whatever I just read there. Uh, so it's just, it sounds like it's just rapping in poetry. It's just poetry. So I'm going to just say it's underrated. I'm going to say it's underrated because I'm stumbling over what this is. Yeah, I think it's underrated <laughs> as well because I think it's a limerick is, I envision a limerick being used at a bar you know, limerick being used yeah. at, you know, while you're giving a toast or something like that. I, I absolutely, uh, I, I like it. I think it's uh, underrated. We need more limerick. It's, it's, I agree with this. It's five lines of poetry. It's five lines of poetry. So yeah, it's exactly what I just read. Hickory Dickory Dock is a limerick. So they are definitely underrated. That song, that poem slaps. <laughs> yeah. More limericks in the bars. I wish the boys would get together and just like, you know, you like started tonight. I, I picture like, you know, like arms around each other, swaying, swinging like Irish limericks to like soccer. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Like um, you ever hear those things It's usually done overseas where all the boys get together and they go like, oh, so we went to the pub and yeah. they're like, yeah, there was only one barmaid. They're like, oh, for each guy in there. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a limerick. Yeah. Let's yeah. just do that. Let's do that. So next on the list, you are up. Jay, the Cranberries band, the Cranberries. Ooh, I haven't, uh, you know what? I was just, um, 
watching The Voice on Monday and so one of the contestants sang a cranberry song and I was like, Oh, that's a little, that's a goodie. So yeah. I, I would say, yeah, they're underrated. I think, you know, I could use some more cranberries in my, in my life. The only song I can name off the top of my head is zombies or zombie, my bad zombie who Miley Cyrus just covered on her latest album and it rocks. So yeah. I like that song a lot. So I'm just going to say they're underrated as well. <laughs> Perfect. That's, that's the easiest way to go. Good uh, Irish band. Yeah. Hell yeah. Number 10, number 10 on the list, shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. I love shepherd's pie. Just a whole bunch of shit baked up together, right? It's kind of like a pot pie, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like potatoes, peas, uh, sausage. Yeah, in northern um, Michigan, we call them pasties. Pasties? Yeah, pasties. So I love them. I love a good shepherd's pie, a pasty, a pot pie, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, um, you know, crazy thing where my wife just asked me, she's like, do you like shepherd's pie? And I was like, yeah, but we haven't had it in a long time. But yeah, I do like shepherd's pie. I'm a fan of shepherd's pie. So yeah, underrated. Yeah. So that's all the questions. But there is one more bonus question that Brian snuck here at the bottom. And it says, it says bonus question for you guys. Lifetime car bombs taken over under 19.5. Oh, shit. Over. Yeah, I'm over for sure. (laughs) Yeah, definitely over that. I'm definitely, I mean, just, just, just math from like 21 <laughs> till now, you know, like five each time. Yeah. So I'm definitely over. Uh, we love car bombs. That's how we open the show. Exactly. See, Brian, Brian, good list again, bud. He knows what's up. Yeah. So, all right. That was Fizz 62. Uh, just wrapping it up here. We had Guinness, Guinness, uh, Jay had overrated. I had underrated boondocks, boondock saints. I had overrated. Jay had underrated bagpipes underrated across the board. Corn beef and cabbage underrated across the board. Five calling people mate underrated across the board. U2 overrated across the board. Jameson underrated across. Limericks underrated. Cranberries underrated. Shepherd's pie underrated. A lot of good things on here. A lot of underrated things in the Irish heritage surrounding St. Patty's. So we just seem to be on the same page there. So that is episode 62. Don't forget to go to selvatees.com and try out Selvatee 10% off your order. Use the code FIZ10 for 10% off Selvatees. Don't forget to follow them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything else in between. And guys, if you are listening to this, don't be afraid to go write a review on iTunes. Go follow us on Spotify. Follow us on YouTube. Everywhere we are, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, everything else in between. Go tell your friends. We appreciate you guys being here with us. Good luck on all your NCAA bets this weekend. It's going to be a spooky one. There's going to be a lot of ones you sweat out. Uh, Nothing's easy. Nothing's easy this week and the next coming week. So good luck on all your bets. And then we'll keep following free agency for you guys. And we'll be back next week. Peace out. See y'all.